Hey there, guys. It's Heath. I hope you've all been living your best lives, and I hope you're taking care of yourselves. Uh, here at STF, we've been taking care of some business, getting ready for the release of our new podcast, Live and Let Fly, which will feature Zach GMing the whole gang, including Adam, through the new Starfinder Adventure Path, Fly Free or Die. Check out the new feed for Live and Let Fly, where we've already released two teaser character introductions in anticipation of this brand new show. The teaser for my character will arrive on the new feed on June 23rd, <clears throat> then Emily's character on June 30th, Adam's on July 7th, then the Live and Let Fly trailer on July 14th, all leading ultimately to the release of the first three episodes of Live and Let Fly on July 20th. I am so unbelievably excited. We're all excited to be able to provide you guys with a, a whole new cast, a whole new crew, a whole new show. Um, so go check it out. Check out the teasers that are there now and get ready for ones to come. But anyways, that's enough for me. Let's get right into it with episode 124. Earlier today, I was having a little bit of a nostalgia moment, you know? Uh, I'm a big fan of nostalgia, but like, also I think it can be something that can trap you, but we won't get into all of that. But I did want to talk to you guys a little bit. We've mentioned this before, I think several times, but I don't think we've really explained the weirdness and the dirty majesty of Benny's Boom Boom Room. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I didn't know Jesus. where you were going with that at all. Yeah, not at all where I thought you were going with that. I don't know well, where you I'm were. I'm so curious. Thing. Where just, are you going with this? Well, I was just... Okay, so, I, you know, I was thinking about... I was talking to Jetson earlier today and thinking about Chance Fisher and, and you know, thinking about the Boom Boom days and that that's how we met. We You know, we talked to Jason earlier this week and we were kind of talking about how we all came to be and i was remembering dane running up to me after a show at the boom boom room saying oh you've read a song of ice and fire we got to talk and like that's how we became friends and like <laughs> Wait, he just you know, running up to you like <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty, yeah, much, pretty much how it went down yeah, yeah that's like awesome. I, I got done fishing he's like hey 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 and i was like oh cool he wants to talk about the show no no he wanted to, <laughs> he didn't he had no interest in the music i just played he's like i heard you've read a song of ice and fire we need to talk about it you know i've had um, i had the same thing happen at the boom boom with my, my friends Paige and sarah like your friend Paige was like i heard you like battlestar galactica and i don't but sarah does so you need to talk to sarah <laughs> like, yeah, okay well the thing is is i think that the boom boom room is a really special place you know as dirty and 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 as like nasty and just a bunch of terrible things that have happened there it's it's a meaningful place to us you know yeah, oh, yeah. Can, for those of for those of uh uh, you who are listening who don't know, uh, Adam, tell tell us a little bit about where, what, 
is the boom boom room well yeah that's what I, that is what exactly what i wanted to talk oh, okay. about so thank, okay. you, thank you for asking the question uh yeah so Just the boom boom up. room is is this is this bar in um was hattiesburg it was, used to be, bar, I was a bar yeah. you know um it was never i wouldn't say that that bar was ever officially open like on the books like it was open and bands <laughs> were playing not, like, the doors but, were like, open to say it right. closed just means that benny stopped going to work mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's 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 uh but it was like this shithole like right it was an old it was a laundromat it's a dive bar wasn't it, it was like an old laundromat or a, like a um, yes, um, it was. Yeah. It was okay. a laundromat. Yeah, that, it that still, makes sense. It still had laundromat above. Yeah, right. Oh, holy shit! You're yeah. right. Yeah. And so, like, you go in there. It's like really dark. The only the the only lighting that he had in there, at this particularly at the beginning too, was like Candles. a little bit of black light. You know, and then like the stage lights. You and know? He, had, he had a lot and of the candles. Bar lights. That's it. You know. And, yeah. Yeah. Bar lights and were then, like little oasis, you know. And then a bunch of TVs, okay. Mm-hmm. And there were TVs everywhere, and they always were showing the most random, weirdest. Like so, Benny had two suggestive. two major. He had two major things that he played. He played old episodes of Soul Train. Yep, mm-hmm. and then he also played these like weird, lewd, like fifties yeah. rubber hose cartoons. Love it. Mm-hmm. And then he also played like weird, like seventies almost porn. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a suggestive like black exploitation yeah. films, kind of like you know. Uh, and then for a while he was doing like burlesque, like old like nineteen forties burlesque routines. Where he would show up there, so it was always there this was weird a vibe. Kind of, there was a vibe, like uncomfortable yeah. thing on the TV. The soul the soul train nights were good. You know, that's yeah. usually when like somebody funky was there. He would just throw that up, and you'd see a bunch of people dancing, but like. You know, when Chance Fisher played or when some of the other, like, you know, local bands, he would throw up some stuff that, like, people might be uncomfortable having on. Like some real, on. it puts the lotion on the skin. Kind no, of no, no, yeah. not quite no, like no, that. No, no. Okay. I'm talking it's like, like, ahead, like old rubber hose style cartoons in black and white that had, like, weird cartoon titties and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Fritz the Cat or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know? But then he would like, as I said, he would play these old like black exploitation films too, like uh, where there would be like some detective in a weird hotel room, like having sex with this woman. But then like if somebody comes in and shoots them, and it's like all like really badly acted mm-hmm. and bad, yeah. you know everything's terrible about it. And so it was like meant to be funny and tongue in cheek, but it just made this added to this vibe of the place. And as I said, it most of it happened like off the books. You know, yeah. it was kind of a under the table type situation and and what was cool about it is bands could come in there and like basically take over the space and just do whatever they wanted to do in it you know mm-hmm. and was we this did the one that had all the crazy shit everywhere like was there like mm. a carousel horse in there or mm. am i mixing that up with somewhere else in hattiesburg because i uh, never this is it's entirely the possible that they had one and no, Emily, no. you definitely we, no, they we had went statuary and shit like that. I'm sure. Um, he had an aquarium in there, and that yeah, was, was a major source of lighting. Was was the big yeah, aquarium. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. The aquarium yeah. got about started. that. Mm-hmm. Or no, Emily, we we hung out out in front while there was ba- there were bands playing on the street. Yeah, that was I don't normal. know that you actually Most went in the, because you couldn't smoke. Like eventually, Heisberg 
put a smoking ban, like you couldn't smoke indoors. So what happened is like the stage is right by the front door of the boom boom room. So you could just stand outside and hear the music and it's actually not as loud. And like, you know, your ears aren't bleeding and like stand outside and smoke cigarettes. And so there'd be like a hundred people at the bar and like five people standing in front of the stage. Everybody's jamming, but you don't, you can't see that. It's I mean, we weird. Got, we got to the point to where like we would, there was curtains on the window behind the stage and we would just open the curtains and just turn and face outside. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was just congregating outside. And then we, he had like a mystery beer every night. That was basically just whatever keg was out of date. Mm-hmm. And we just went, you know? <laughs> there were a lot of times where like to maintain his liquor license or like in between renewing his liquor license. Like he had to sell food or have food there. So like for a little while he had like one of those like rotating hot dog heater things. But like, Mm -hmm. like if he didn't have that, like some nights he would just go cook a shitload of chicken and let everybody have the chicken for free, but he had to have food of some kind. There there was one time where I think he had a jar of like, I want to say it was pickled pig's feet just up at the bar. And it was like, if you wanted food, it was pickled pig's feet. And he had, he had a justification. This is my liquor license. I'm, I'm selling food. It's this massive jar of pickled pig's feet. Nobody's yeah. going to order it. You know, yeah, it's not going to go bad. I'm meeting the requirements, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it was an interesting place. I don't. I, it has nothing to do with the game that we're playing or anything other than that. <laughs> other than like, it was kind of the 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 genesis of of southern tomfoolery to to oh, that was it's the like original where we spot met. that's where we all yeah, met and yeah. that's like where we really like became close and everything like that and I, I was just thinking about it this week because you know as i said we had we talked to jason on his show and talked about our origins and like he dug up i was i'll say like he dug up some stuff that i was surprised about you know like we started that conversation talking about the game of thrones podcast and i I thought i had buried that you know but it's it's not though really it's it's not buried no but i think we mentioned that when we did when we had him on stfu which is how he remembered i don't think he like dug in the archives or anything for it well then he knew we also started playing with Lost Mine because we mentioned that as well we mentioned that too I don't you remember just, you, you, you mentioned it yeah. I'm a boom boom room baby I don't remember <laughs> shit <laughs> saw some great uh, bands you yeah, remember when the was, Flaming Lips came at like 4 in the morning well, when they were setting the they were yeah. setting the world record for the most dates hit in like a 48 hour period damn mm-hmm. I missed that one that was pretty wild, man. Yeah, I mean, the Flaming Lips were in Hattiesburg at like, I don't think it was before in the morning. It was, it was light out, but it was early as shit. It was like maybe, I think five o'clock is when he started letting people in. They pulled up in their tour bus, came out and played like 45 minutes on the shit stage, yeah. you know, and then like got back on the bus and left to whatever their next stop was. But, it, you know, that's just Flaming Lips for you. Yeah. They, 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 they're weird and the Boom Boom Room is weird, but like, I've seen a lot of good acts there as well, well the, you know, the like the thing full- that was cool about the boom boom and and Hattiesburg in general for a while with this music scene is that it really punched above its weight. Like it got mm-hmm. they got mm-hmm. there were a lot of bands that would come through that like this was just a stop for them going somewhere else, but it's like, hey, screw it, we can stop and play a gig and maybe make Hope a City. little money, yeah. you know. Well, like a stop on their way to New Orleans or something. Yeah, it's usually or from New Orleans to, to Mobile heading, heading out east, mm. yeah. Yeah, Florida mm-hmm. all that. Or, or, mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, it's a part of our origin story, and I just wanted to 
we talk about it all the time, but I wanted, I wanted to just like give the boom, boom room it's due because it, we needed, we needed, you need some context for what this place was, you know, like it was a shithole that was our shithole. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. Definitely. I've got like three <laughs> boom boom posters from when me and Zach played in bands like in my living room right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm positive that I actually saw Adam, Heath, and Zach there playing before I knew them. Well before I knew them. Yeah. Probably yeah. so, yeah. 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 Yeah, for a while I think me and Zach were playing like every two weeks. Well, Benny would call call me and he would be like, You wanna you wanna play a gig? And it was like, Yeah, I wanna play a gig. But then like it got to where we were playing every two weeks, and so our crowd size would slim down. Because like, shit, I just saw these guys two weeks ago. I'm not going to go back, you know. Yeah, you got any new songs? No, no. Well, I ain't coming. We, we haven't had <laughs> time to write new songs because we, we keep playing here. <laughs> right, right. That's why y'all needed to just do what Chance Fisher did and play one song for 30 minutes, so oh you didn't God. have to play it the next time. <laughs> We did that the first that time the we played it at the Thirsty Hippo, and he he didn't appreciate it very much. <laughs> well, that's different. But yeah, yeah, you can't really do that at the Hippo. But um, anyways, you know, speaking of Boom Boom Rooms, you guys came into this room there and boom, go. boom. There, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice, nice. That was solid. Nice. That yeah. only took 10 minutes to segue into. I think that's pretty, that's legit. That's, uh, we're we're running on 12 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about on par for us yeah. these days. The yeah. good thing is, is that, that just means this episode's probably going to be an hour and a half instead of an hour. So that's just, you know, like, yeah. we'll no, see. You have to, yeah. Well, you see, you have, you have to deal with the, with the bullshit up front to get to the meat. Are you really well, I, here? I enjoyed um, that, that bullshit. To get to the turkey leg that <laughs> Benny cooked for you. you know? <laughs> it was so, that chicken was so good though. Man. It was, it was always really good. I was so um, drunk. So, yeah, you can, <laughs> so you guys are at the black site and, um, you went down the elevator to the first floor, despite pushing all the buttons, you know. Um, and when you came out, you you came out to this like giant work floor with a catwalk that kind of centered around it in the middle. And saw a bunch of technicians working on stuff, but they were grafted with all these horrific augmentations. They had the surgical blades grafted into their arms. They had these blood. Backpacks that were like, yeah, that were like keeping keeping them alive, but also like pumping blood into the computers that they were working on. And the computers are like a combination of tech items and and biological components. Um, And you guys came in. It was, I think, you guys at first were a little nervous that the fight was going to be overwhelming because there's a bunch in there, but only a few of them actually seemed to take notice, while the rest of them were dedicated almost slavishly to their task at hand um and so you defeated the four that were aggressors to you and that's where we ended last time so that's where we're gonna pick up here so yeah there were seven other ones that were that are still i guess doing whatever weird cutting typing what 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 are what are they currently doing after just, this fight um, just some data entry it's fine <laughs> some, yeah, just some General normal stuff. DNA data entry. Just in a call uh, center. They're just actively pre- pretending they don't see us. Can we? Mm-hmm. S- can we actually? I mean, there are four terminals directly in our vicinity. All right, let me answer one question at a time. These are all very good questions. Um, I'll start with you, Josh. What they are doing, just in a general looking, at, some are 
it looks like they might be dissecting computers. Some are connected by these blood tubes. It seems to be feeding the machines or sharing blood with the machines. Uh, others are just seem to be doing normal data entry. Although every time they like press a key on the keyboard, it's like, like little blood, like spurts come out of the keyboard. Um, you notice that those that are dissecting, like even when they're cutting into the metal parts, that like blood seems to ooze out from it. It's just this really, I mean, you know, I, th I would think that most of y'all's experience with technomancy would come from Zeno and your time spent with Zeno. Um, but this is a level of technomancy that you have obviously not seen before. And it's extremely disturbing. I mean, a lot of this shouldn't work just on a basic technical level. But what they're doing here is this weird hybrid of blood magic and technology. I mean, and you know you're, that you're at kind of a research facility, so you're not even sure what their end goal is. But whatever, or what their end goal is, but whatever they're doing, they're very much into it and still, even now, have not looked up from their computer. I have a question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, and I feel like Ziva would have experienced a, an eoxian or two in her day. Is this anywhere near like necrograph kind of situation? Like that kind of, uh... I mean... This all seems to be like living I, tissue and stuff, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, I would say that Ziva is certainly reminded of eoxians and necrographs, but... This still feels different gotcha. than that. Um, there doesn't seem to be a purpose to it. You know, yeah. like, you shouldn't need to put biology into computers, yet they have. Mm. Um, so, John, you asked a question about some open... As far as, I guess, since you've kind of answered it through Josh's question... Um, my follow-up to that would be is there any way to interact it with it and at, now i'm wondering if for what purpose i mean you can certainly attempt either a computer's check or a mysticism check to uh act, try to access any of the open yeah terminals you know? definitely going to want to do that and wirelessly at that because you don't want to touch that shit. can it can gross. i aid there's enough terminals. I think me, Josh, and uh, sorry, I'm not trying to put you in the spotlight there, Zach, but maybe Oren as well. Yeah, uh, for Oren's part, I would say he's pretty much disgusted by all this. And but barring some way to save these people, he's of the mind that we should put them out of their misery. Because this is no way to live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the computers first. Yeah. <laughs> let's Let's... Yeah, let's dig first. I can roll a mysticism check. That's fine. How am I interacting via this mysticism check? Mystically. Um, uh, yeah. So as I said, as I said, <laughs> this there's obviously some blood magic going in there. So so it, it's the same result, just a different roll to get there. So for you, because there's some magical component to it that gives you an opportunity to to. Uh, 
to try to log on, I guess, through magic, but it would require like, you know, getting in touch with your blood <laughs> and the blood of the computer. Mm. Like it wouldn't hurt you in any way, but it's not a pleasant, it's not going to be a pleasant experience for you. What? I got to um, like, could Ziva aid? Like, shit, put some shit in my veins or something? Like what's? No, no, no. no probably it's so, like- so, so it's just a skill check, right? Okay. But I guess what I'm trying to do is flavor this in such a way that the reason that you can even access a computer with mysticism is because of the blood magic that's involved in this technology. Uh-huh. You know, and so however that flavors to you, that's your access point to yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know what? I don't want to know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't I'll roll I'll roll the die. I don't want so, details. Like I said, mystically. That's how you interact yeah, with it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, oh. Yes, you can aid. One person can aid each roll. That's a natural one for a dirty oh. 20. Well, I aid. That's not going to get it. Oh, I figured. Uh, yeah. You are you are completely disgusted by it. Uh, Orin's loading his, com- his rifle with murderous intent at this point. Right. Uh, computers. Yeah, Fell's going to roll computers. Uh, Kuiper, you want to aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll aid instead of yeah, yeah. Okay. Come on, no whammy. That is an 18 on the die plus 21. Plus, uh, what, 2 for the aid? Yeah. So 18 mm-hmm. plus 23, uh, 30, 40 something. I'm you can do it. hard, man. 41. There we go. Yeah. Well, you read the DC, but it says right here you must be able to do the math on your own. So, oh God, uh, mm, sorry. It's a show your work question. Jeez. Yeah, I'm, Jeez. I'm sorry. So right. you don't find out anything. No, um, you do gain access to one of the terminals with that. I mean, it's pretty gross. You know, like even even remotely, just activating it, like you start to see it like pulse a little bit, almost with a heartbeat as blood pumps through its electrical mm. channels. Um, and that, that like that can't be like I, I know tech Good. stuff and that just can't be like I, fast can't, I'm sorry <laughs> this room must sound horrific like the oh, yeah. amount of yeah, like just, macaroni <laughs> stirring sounds uh, like, it's like <laughs> mechanical whirring but also like <laughs> yeah it's like sports uh, yeah. and squelches and shit oh Right. Um, so yeah, you gain access to it, and you see that there are two uh, modules available on these computers. Uh-huh. Um, one is a product archives, and the other is the signal transmission schedule. Um, and as as you see those, obviously, what comes to mind is K on Reese, right? Like this is seems to be some of his directives and stuff. And so with that. Um, I need some doodly doos, folks. <gasps> oh, what? Oh, shit. Dude, what? <laughs> doodly, what? Okay. Five years ago, a young, handsome Verthani sits at his retro modern desk pins and name plaque neatly arranged on its surface. His black suit is a reflection of his attention to detail and presentation of organization. A buzz on his intercom sounds as his receptionist informs him that his two o'clock appointment has arrived. Kayon Reese 
stands from his chair and sharply tugs at the tails of his suit jacket, swoops back his hair to make sure it is in place and smiles as the door to his office opens. A tall Verthani woman steps in, wearing a modest dress with a portfolio tucked underneath her arms. She smiles nervously and extends her hand to Kaon. Kaon takes her hand in both of his and shakes it warmly and with genuine hospitality invites her to have a seat. I am so glad you could join me this afternoon, Mrs. Breen. Uh, you can just call me Lorelei, Mr. Reese. Of course, as long as you call me Kaon, he says with a smile. Would you care for anything to drink? Coffee? Hot tea? Uh, just water, thanks. Are you sure? We just had some Ruthig milk tea imported from the burning archipelago. Well, you won't need the radiation protection qualities it has. It still tastes quite delicious. Oh, okay, thank you. Yes, I would love some tea. Great. Taylor, can you please bring us two cups of hot Ruthig? Lorelei Bream seems to relax as Kaon settles back into his chair, his charming face exuding calm yet excitement at the same time. So, let's get to business, shall we? I see you brought a portfolio there. May I take a look? Lorelei passes the folder to Kaon. The black binder is embossed with gold lettering that says, Kuvakaran School for Magic and Science. Kaon takes the binder in hand and eagerly opens it to begin reviewing its contents. Lorelei watches nervously and actually jumps as she is startled by Taylor returning with the tray of hot tea. Wonderful. Thank you, Taylor. You're too good for me. I owe you a vacation. Please, Lorelei, enjoy the tea as I continue to read. This is all fantastic, by the way. The Verthani woman gently sips the tea as she waits in anticipation for Kaon's response. A few minutes pass, and then the executive looks up from his reading with a grin that could light the dark side of Verses. This is truly inspiring, Miss Bree. No, sorry, Lorelei. You have all your figures and ducks in a row here. The accountants will be pleased. But for me, the joy of this proposal is the very obvious heart that you have in the project. It is my pleasure to award you the funding you need for this project, and I can think of no one better to serve as this school's newest headmistress. Just imagine all the opportunities that will be provided for the children of the shade that they wouldn't have otherwise had. We can provide true education and create industry leaders right here in Kuvakara. This, this is truly wonderful, Lorelei. Thank you, and it will be my honor to serve on the board of directors. I will have accounting and legal take care of all the necessary arrangements, but I expect to break ground in three months, have the construction completed in a year, and welcome our first class to the campus the following fall. Congratulations, Miss Breen. The executive stands up and walks back around to the front of the desk and offers his hand once more. But Lorelei Breen throws her arms around his neck, tears of joy gently rolling down her gray cheeks. Thank you, Mr. Reese. Thank you. Surprised by the hug, Kaon is shaken for only a moment before he smiles back, fighting back tears of his own. No, Lorelei, thank you. Three years ago. A crowd of people are gathered around the entrance steps that lead up to the newly constructed campus. The main administration building is adorned with flowers and holograms as music fanfares over the crowd. At the top of the stairs, a small contingent of Ruthani are gathered around a large ribbon 
and Lorelei is holding an oversized pair of scissors, replicating an ancient practice known as ribbon cutting. Lorelei and Kaon had settled on this ceremony as a tribute to the scholars of the past, but made sure that the holograms were of the highest caliber to respect the vision of the future. As Lorelei Breen cuts the ribbon, she speaks. Today's grand opening would not be possible without our wonderful benefactor, Mr. Kaon Reese. The Verthanian attendants applause, and after a moment, Lorelei continues. We are also very grateful to Mr. Reese, and as a small token of our appreciation, we have named this building Reese Hall. More applause. Mr. Reese often speaks as if this is my vision alone, but it is simply not true. It took a team to make this happen, but truly, Mr. Reese has been more than just a simple financial supporter. He has been a partner in all things. He has developed and donated top-of-the-line technology for all the classrooms and has been instrumental in creating our state-of-the-art technomancy lab. She turns to look at him, eyes full of adoration. Thank you, Mr. Reese. You truly are an inspiration. Please, would you say a few words? Kayon nods his head meaningfully to Lorelei and then turns to the crowd and sheepishly waves to more applause. Ever since I was a little boy, growing up in the shade, just a few blocks from here actually, I've been a dreamer. I wanted to reach the stars. I wanted to learn everything. Ibra blessed my parents. They tried their best, but they just did not have the means or the opportunity to send me to Absalom Station. However, I was fortunate enough to be granted a scholarship from Eclipse Innovations and attended the university that I so desperately wanted to attend. Yet even as I celebrated my excitement, it was quickly tempered by the harsh reality that several of my peers, just as intelligent and just as promising, were not afforded this same opportunity. As some of you may know, I've never forgotten where I've come from, and I've dedicated myself to giving back to my community which I cherish dearly. So when Miss Bream approached me with her idea to start a school right here in Kuvakara, right here in the shade, I immediately jumped on the project and made sure that it became a reality. I'm very proud of the work that I've done to be sure, but honestly, it is the drive and the passion of this wonderful Vithani woman here that made this happen. It is my pleasure to open this campus and pledge that no promising young Vrithani will be denied enrollment to our campus because of financial burdens. Let's show the packed worlds just what a dedicated community can do. Thunderous applause meets Kaon's speech, and he and Lorelei hug on the top steps of their beautiful new campus, Kuvakaran School for Magic and Science. Kaon pulls back from their embrace and whispers congratulations to Lorelei then turns to his assistant, Taylor. All right, Taylor, are you ready to go on vacation? There's a corporate retreat that I have secured an access pass for you. I think perhaps we may even turn it into a public resort one day. So yeah, that's a little Kaon flashback for you guys. Damn, Damn it, Adam. You made it hard for Yay. Emily. To, you know, Ziva don't know none of that shit, so she can still right. hate him. Mm. But Emily is like, like, I teared up a little bit. I was like, he's just <laughs> trying to educate the babies. Mm. Still hate him. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a good dude. It's like trying to uh, humanize Cruella at this point. I'm, like, no, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out, like, about it. like, 
what happened to him. You know, motherfucker was corrupted yeah. by the shadow play, okay. bro. Sure, sure, but, but that's like, like such a hand wavy. He's corrupted. No big. It's just he's the bad guy now. Like, let's just say that how, I didn't though. start this flashback without intent of f- getting through that story. So you got some, a little bit more to look forward to mm-hmm. there. No, I, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I want to know. Yeah. Well, keep playing. Gotta okay. keep playing. Oh, okay. no. You can't stop playing. Okay. I was thinking about Don't stopping, there. but now oh, no. I'm, I'm, you know, you I got was this me. close to just walking this out. Cl- <laughs> you keep pulling me back in. Pulling me back in. So, to to be clear, is is this like a college? Is it like secondary education? Well, it's like it higher education. It's higher education. That's, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I was. I just wasn't entirely sure if it was like the LeBron James, like the Promise School. You know. You know what no. That right. Is? So it's like a. It's like a technomancy specific university, um, in birth in in verses, You know that he helped fund and became a operating board member of. You know he was a humanitarian. Something changed. We'll find out. However, you have these two modules in front of you: the product archives module and the signal transmission schedule module. The product archives module is open to you currently. However, you see that the signal transmission schedule is gated behind okay, well, a firewall. Then, yeah, very very briefly skim the product archives, see what it says. Yeah, um, um, so it details the technology that's currently in development within the black site. Um, among that there's descriptions, um, of armor and computers that share their users blood. There's biotech crafted from Velstrek body parts, machines powered by pain and a particle accelerator that produces magical energy, likely of the shadow variety. So that's okay. got to be the portal, right? That uh, the CSV wants us to close. That's, that's that would what make I'm sense. Thinking. Yeah. Is there any any word of like location of these things or uh, any no. extra notes on any of them? Any uh, potential roll, bugs? Project managers. Roll another computer's check. Okie dokie. Can I aid? Uh, sure. Okay. I Can aid. I aid? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that is going to be a little bit lower this time. It's a 32. With a 34 with the aid, right? No, that's including the aid. Okay, so oh. 32 total. Um, so, you, you you know, it's like a lot of just like text kind of just company documents about different plans, you know, and it's all archived. You see, you keep looking. And no, it, it to answer your question, no, it doesn't indicate where any of this is. It's, a, it's an archival thing of of the studies okay. that have been done but you keep digging and like going way back um and you something catches your eye that a long time ago there was development of some nanosites that were powered by shadow stuff or shadow energy um that project didn't get very far there's very little detail about it it's basically just a line item um, you could see that the study of that did not last very long um, at all in that there doesn't seem to be any 
remaining samples of that. Yeah, because they're all in fucking Zeno. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Seems very familiar. Can't mm-hmm. quite put my finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already did. I put my finger on it already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spelled it out for those for yeah. those who are a little slower. <laughs> okay, right, right. so so the other <laughs> said I jammed my finger right in the bullet hole. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other other quote products as they're called. Uh, is there any any type of like bug reports or any developmental notes or anything? Basically, looking for for potential weaknesses. Nice. In any of the stuff we're going to be coming up against. Yes and no. So th- there there are full reports on some of the stuff, but none of it seems to have any relevance you know it's it's in the sense that it's just normal testing of things um but there it as i said this is more just an archive of the projects that are being worked on rather than like full detailed it's not like schematics right yeah right like you've been saying yeah Mm -hmm. okay well uh on to the signal schedule then yeah so that will require another computer's check yeah can I aid on? Cannot. Nope. Okay. Oh. Can I? Nope. <laughs> hey, can, can you help me with this? No. Everybody try that. <laughs> oh man, that is another eighteen on the die for a uh, thirty-nine. Okay, very good. Ooh, um, the thing is, is signal transmission schedule mod- module. You could pretty much already anticipate what you're going to find here. And that the firewall was obviously to protect against some sensitive information. But what it is, is it lists all the locations scheduled for a release of the Penumbra technology. Beginning with Kuvakar, which you of course know. But then it was to be followed by other Versite cities. And then within the year, they planned on being in Absalom Station, other planetary capitals... And eventually reaching out to the Vescarium and near space. Oof. Like th- there was a plan to take Penumbra out throughout the in- known star systems. I would like to make a copy of that into my exocortex. Okay. Nice. Um, I will say that as when you were looking through the product archives module, the bits about the shadow nanosites and particularly the machines that were powered by pain um where you had like a 41 on your initial mm-hmm. check right um that those have a secondary like funder listed under its line entry that says d9 oh so this is some of the information that they want us to scrub mm. huh. I, uh, Kaipa, it looks like there's, uh, something that that vest guy, uh, I mean, hey, look at this. And he just points at it at the, on the, the fleshy screen. And yeah, he's going to try to like trace line by on line. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> great. It's like a bloody sneeze too. Uh, <laughs> nope. I don't like it. 
<laughs> I'm still sitting here with my non-successful mysticism check. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagine like Kyber just kind of leans in and is just like actually like tracing line by line. It's just all of a sudden blood sneeze. Yeah, it's now, like it's like uh, a pimple bursting on. Uh, you know. Oh, uh, I, no, I see it as like a uh, fellow's been doing this wirelessly, so he's kind of like standing a little bit away from it. Kyber so runs in and just. Out. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, um, before it gets scrubbed, he definitely wants to take a look at it and just like, is there any information that that can be, that can be gleaned? I know it's part of the product archive and you specifically said it's just line items. Mm -hmm. Anything that as far as like, can you go further into the D9? No. Okay. All right. I mean, it's, it would, it's like very easy to even miss, you know, it's like, it's just kind of coded right like yeah basically there's a line item for what the the product was the mm-hmm. a name of a scientist like the lead scientist on the project and you know i don't have any names for that so don't ask um, and then like the funding amount you know and most of most of those things just had ei and a dollar or a credit amount but mm-hmm. those two that i mentioned um both had d9 in a credit amount as well. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it certainly so it's attaches kind of like a, go ahead. them to these particular projects. Yeah. Okay. And those were the, the nanosites and the machines powered by pain. Okay. Okay. So if I punch this computer, will it go faster? You can try. Yeah, Overclock it through punches. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, I don't. I don't know what else there is potentially to. So, so Kaipa, you want to? I mean, are we wiping this shit for him? Or? We need to get any kind of evidence that we can. But yes, we 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 do need to go ahead and and wipe these. All right. Anything I need to do to make that happen, Adam? Or so, just... what what I'm gonna say for that is that it's going to require a joint check. A computer check and a mysticism check to like basically deactivate the connection between the flesh and the technology uh, because you feel like that this isn't like its memory database is not a you know purely not a computer digital chip. thing yeah, yeah. yeah it's not right. like right. silicon right. yeah okay yeah so joint computer check a com- computer check and a mysticism check together. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I guess Fel asked yeah. for Orin's help on this. Fel would ask for Orin's help. Dis- disgustedly, Orin will stick out his hand and start channeling energy at him. <laughs> no, you you got to really stick your hand into it. Uh, you got to put it right in. Right yeah, in. no thanks, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, that's a 38 on the computer's check. I'm yeah, rolling really well right now. You I know... To- yeah, I know this isn't how eyeballs work, but in my in my mind's eye, these like computer screens are like these concaved, like inside your eye, like like looking through a brain. I mean, they kind of look like them, like on the a, map, little bit, a little bit. So you know? sorry. <laughs> What'd you get 35. on that? Thirty-five. All right, so thirty-three was the DC for both those. So yeah, you're able to nice. scrub and copy, right? Or copy then scrub. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, 
and so it's that that entire archive is now wiped from at least the you know at least these workstations for sure you know does it have any effect on the workers um so no it does not and they still haven't reacted to us at all no they haven't wow. so you've shut it down are they doing anything now so you haven't shut it down you wiped these two modules okay is you there know? A, is there like any kind of what appears to be a server. I don't see anything that looks like a server. Well, not in this room. Yeah. Right. We got to get to the heart of the matter. While they were oh, doing nice. that, mm-hmm. Ziva would like to, at this guy down here, this singular dude in the uh, southwestern corner, she would like to detect thoughts at him. So for hmm. essentially three rounds to try and catch some surface thoughts, just to see if anything's there or if it's all just like, I don't know. Uh, all right. So like one of them, one of them is like, yeah, if I cut it there, what if it happens if I cut it here? Let me poke it there. Oh, I felt that one when together. Poke it here. No, let me cut this piece off of it. No. I'm going to put some of my blood into it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and transmission. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, I mean, Orin is just straight up like, did you find any way to turn these people off? Nah. Nah, there's, there's nothing about the people here. It's just, you know, the things I've been talking about for the last however many minutes it's been. I, I will say that from from that detect thoughts and just from your general perception what you what you're starting to pick up is that is that these technicians are like not really engaging in any meaningful work yeah that they are just like sharing pain with these biological computers and just poking it around just seeing what mm-hmm. happens you know mm-hmm. this is all just like dev test deep deep creepy uh mad scientist shit There's no real reason other than to just see what happens. Correct. All right, look, I got a half a mind to put these people out of their misery. And Orin will, like, draw his switchblade from from its holster, you know, around his leg and unfold it. Is there any kind of 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 protests? Is there any kind of check that we can do to see, like, based on what we have experienced from the people at Eclipse Innovations and these guys, is there any way that we could potentially save them? Are they corrupted or was this just the tech put into uh, them? I'll let you, know? you roll a mysticism check that you can aid Oren on to determine whether or not they are corrupted. What about okay. a sense motive? Can I can I get in on that somehow? What? No. No. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm to trying. Sit there and poke these machines and I cut aid. and replace. And you I aid, aid with mysticism. Okay. That's a thirty-one. With the aid. they are not corrupted. Oh. However. They are very, very augmented. Mm-hmm. But they they are not corrupted. If 
they're not corrupted, then we don't need to kill them. They're just of questionable morality. I mean, like, but the thing is, like, we killed everybody at the the fucking uh, spa, the, yeah. uh, like, because they were, we couldn't save them as far as we could tell. We know that these guys are not, like, mystically altered. So they're doing this without being corrupted. Okay, so Kuiper is going to say, look, I think we should just go ahead and proceed out of this room. It doesn't appear that they're doing any kind of productive work that is involved in furthering any of Eclipse Innovation's uh, products. Yeah, but this is fucked up, Kuiper. Yeah, it's (sighs) fucked up, but they're not a threat, right? They're not a threat. Hmm. And There's they just as much terrible other stuff going on in the vast. Can't imagine they will be a threat either. As fellow just members, blow this whole fucking place up. We're on a timetable. I mean, eventually, yeah, hopefully. Arnold we'll put see. his put his knife away, and uh, so where do we go from here? Uh, like, so let me just describe the room a little bit for you guys, and then you can make a decision. Just for the listeners, right? So they kind of know what we're looking at here. So. Uh, as we said, there's it's a pretty large room uh, that has a bunch of terminals, and then there's a elevated catwalk. Uh, at the top of the catwalk on the west side, there are three doors, and then there's two doors below, like on the floor that you're on, on the west side, on the south side of the catwalk, and then on the north, there's one door. So there's a total of five doors on the west side, three of them up on the catwalk, and then another uh, three accessible from the ground. Then to the east, there's an offshoot of the catwalk that goes up probably another five feet into a hallway that looks like it goes into more of the facility. Like this hallway kind of just... you see it you can kind of see that it eventually ends in a T intersection a little bit about 50 feet to the east so um, th- with that being said uh, Heath what were you gonna say um uh, Mike's had n- nothing to do with anything that's been going on so I imagine he's just like been sitting on the stairs between these three bodies I was gonna take a potion and I was wondering like would it be reasonable he's not been doing anything like has it been 10 minutes? Could, is he, could he be taking a short rest? Um, I mean, yes, but if anybody else wants to take one, you might as well do that together. Um, there's the, you definitely feel like there's not a threat here to where you couldn't take 10 minutes to catch your breath. So anybody that would want to is certainly able to. Well, I mean, uh, Oren can cover anybody that, that needs a breather, you know? I'll go ahead and also... Uh take a 10. Alright, so spin them resolve. Yeah, burn that resolve. That's burn it up. That's a good <laughs> idea. Right well, after the first fight, burn it up. You know? Yeah, I'm going to hold off on Although, uh, Mike, I understand why you are. You yeah, got, Mike's you Mike pummel, took I mean, you know. how often are we going to get 10 minute rests? Just saying. Are Might you, as well get him well, while you can. I, I thought yeah. you were actually asking Adam that. I was like, shut up. No. He's not going to tell you no, the answer no, to no, that no, question. That was rhetorical. I mean, Adam, see, how many fights are there going to be before we have another I mean, come on. 
A million. Ziva would definitely suggest that Mike take a rest because I can't use inspiring oration or um, inspiring boost on anybody that received it and hasn't had a rest, hasn't regained stamina via rest. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So, like, I'm worthless to helping if he doesn't take a, a breather. All right. Okay. So Mike's going to take a short rest. Who else is taking a short rest? Well, that would also affect me because that oration also affected me earlier. Yeah. So if I yeah. took a Anybody rest that now. Got affected by it. Yep. Yeah. So it would be prudent if I actually did do it. So I will. Okay. Resolves. Just click, click. <laughs> like it. For what it's worth, I'm not resting. Yeah. Uh, Ziva's not Same. resting either. And yeah. Neither's one. All right. So Kuiper, Mike, update your tokens, update your sheets. Burn a resolve. Get your stamina. Yep. Good already at it. Yep. Uh, all right. So where to now? Let's sweep these rooms. We, we uh, I will have... say that all the doors on the west side look exactly the same, and that they're um, relatively unmarked. You know, they look like hatches, like kind of like sliding hatches, <laughs> kind of things. Um, and then that. There's no other exits out of here than the hallway to the right. Right. So let's just just check the ones right there on the catwalk first. Right. So for the sake of expediency there, I would like to just go ahead and use the laser microphone against those three doors. Uh, You hear nothing. Hear nothing. Let's open one of the doors. Right. I don't care. Pick one. X-ray goggles. I'm going to open this up to our due south on the catwalk. So This this one one right here? here. Yep. Yep. All right. So you... uh, you open that door and inside you see um, what looks to be a sleep pod. So these these are very utilitarian rooms. Um, they Each one contains a sleep pod um, that's, can, that's good for one person. Um, so, you know, that's that's all that's in there. It's can just we, like little. Can we extrapolate? These are all going to be sleep pods. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Can so we don't we, need to spend the time. Can we do a quick every sweep and see if is there anything worth getting? You know, like. Yeah. Sure. Roll a perception check just to. Yeah. You know, Great. Just to make sure. I'll go yeah. ahead and roll a perception as well. Zeb will go down to the two on the bottom floor, like seeing that they're probably all sleep pods, and just yeah. go ahead and open. Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, 20, uh, twenty-two. Yeah, so there's nothing. These are these are just little rooms that harbor individual sleep pods. Great. All right. Cool. Can we assume the, the same on the west or the east? Do they look similar? Mm, no. No, they don't. I mean, okay. I wouldn't assume that. Is what right. about the ones on the ground level on the west side? Yes. Same all deal? the ones on okay. the west side have okay. the same kind of hatch style door. Cool. All right. Thank you. Uh, I will say, let's talk about what's on the bodies of the t- these technicians. It's oh, not a lot, yeah. but they each have a white eclipse key card. Mm. Okay, so pass them around. Let's yeah, let's all pocket yep. one then. Well, there's four, unless you just kill one, take another one, or just like. I mean, I'm not. Ab- I'm just, not above that. Is the thing. <laughs> you could also I mean, just try to like. I was just yeah, gonna right. say while yeah. Ziva, while I mean, down here, want. can she just like take it off of the. The guy that she was listening. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your What's your slot of hand? Plus eleven. 
got plus 15. Way more than I got plus five. Okay, Kuiper, go ahead. <laughs> got them right. cat like reflexes. All right. He's going to roll a one. Yeah. Don't fucking do that to me. Let's see. I got a 21. Oh, well, when you do that, all the remaining seven technicians turn on you. That was the one thing. Are you cool. serious? Let's fuck them up. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, like, Zach's like, I'm ready. You know? uh, no, no, you're good. Give me Sometimes a reason, just, man. Unnatural, yeah, unholy reason, man. bullshit. I'm swiping. not here no for swiping. it. Yeah, so, right, right. So each of you have a white key card. Okay. All right, let's check the rooms uh, to the west. And for, I mean, Oren will certainly go to the northernmost one, and he'll, like, have his rifle trained on that technician that's just still clacking away at the desk closest to that as he moves towards it. I'm going to put a chunk against the wall, too. Yeah, you attempt to open it with your your hand, and it it doesn't open. And you, like, see, like, a little uh, red light. About with, the, with the key card. Yeah, so yeah. Pff, you slide the key card. It goes from red to green. You open it. And in there, um, you just see some offices. Some looks like small private offices. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I'll show it just so you can see more of the map. Um, but same. yeah, all the, all those are the same. They, they look to be like kind of, you know, middle management mm-hmm. offices, you know. Yeah. Okay. Perception check for empty. a sweep. Yeah, you know, nothing in there. Okay, great. All right. Motivational posters, yada yada. <laughs> hanging there with the cat. Yeah. The cat's <laughs> like fucking got flesh hanging off the side of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's actually it's still like, like hanging, hanging on like hook. a screen. It's hanging on somebody's back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it. I fucked hate up. Mondays. Excuse me. It's, it's, like, it's like a Garfield poster, but it's like the fucked up, I'm sorry, John, kind of like <laughs> yeah, Eldritch Horror so, Garfield. Oh so terrible. Oh. Mm-hmm. Burn it to the ground. All right. We'll see you in its empty. i this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So let's make our way back up to the catwalk and head out of this room and just mm-hmm. keep, it, keep it pushing. We've been here long enough. So as yeah. we're on this catwalk now heading towards the east, there are these two doors, right? Mm-hmm. Are those on the, on the north and south of this? At right at the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are separate from the offices we just opened, correct? They're... Yes. Okay. Um. All right. What's our marching order? Because this looks like single file. Mike, get up here, Big Liz. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing, boss. <laughs> uh. So what it looks like is we got Mike, Oren, Ziva, Kuiper, Fell. Yeah, that, accurate. That's how we're doing. All right, so yep. yeah, just there we go. kind of move your guys yourself. Mike, you can stand in front of those doors, and then you can make a choice of which door you'd like to mess with. Um, north. Uh, so yeah, you try to open that one, um, and actually, I won't even make you roll a perception. Although I should probably make Mike roll one because his perception's so bad. <laughs> but you know, it's fine. You see a plaque on there that says. Um, uh, it says Executive Office Kayon Reese. Mm. Oh, I want to get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thought you were gonna okay. say accident free. Are no accidents in like zero days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, is it locked? Uh, yeah. 
I try to use the key card. Uh, it does not seem device. to function. We still have the key card from his other office? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, try that one. It. it does not seem to function. Can we Boom. hack it? You can, can try. We, before we do that, as, as you know, we see that it's kind of locked telepathically, because just, it, I don't know, it freaks me out. She would say, try the south one before we try and break into it. Like, if we can't get the north one open with the key card, let's check out the south one. Uh, the south one, I'll say, you see, it also says executive office, but it says Taganth Whizzle as the name. Taganth Whizzle. Taganth Whizzle. What a name. What a name. Alright, use the key card. Uh, it does not open. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. The key yeah. cards that the workers Just, have couldn't open yeah. the right. right. office. Alright, Ziva's gonna say, Alright, everybody take a few steps back and, um, uh, Fel, you come up and do your, do your, um, do your best. Yeah. Yeah, we thanks, already boss. did a perception check on these doors, right? No. Okay, I'd like to go ahead and do that before he steps mm-hmm. in. Okay. Go for um, it. Oh, yeah, you said you weren't going. Same. To. You know what? Shits and gigs. Yeah. Hey! That's a natural 20. <gasps> oh, Ooh, fuck yeah. Wah, 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 wah. There you yeah. go. <laughs> it looks like a door, <laughs> particularly trapped for you. God damn it! Natural 20! <laughs> Oh, nice. You, can, uh, yeah, you see that, too. <laughs> it was like a very unceremonious natural 20. Yeah. It was like a, such yeah. a low-stakes roll. It's just... God. Oh, God, well, it was a natural 20. Real mad. Uh, okay, great. Um, so... If everybody could uh, step back a little bit, just in case, though. I, we don't know what's going to be we in here. We collectively take... Five guarded step. five yeah. foot yeah. step back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I want. I'm, I'm curious about something, Adam. Remote hack specifically says you can attempt computers and engineering skill checks at range. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. So I can remote try to unlock the door. Right. Yeah, absolutely can. Yeah. Okie dokie. Awesome. <laughs> Okie dokie. Look at you. Uh, so I can do it at forty feet. You can do it 40 feet away. Yeah, do it wherever you want. I don't care. I'm going to go to freaking moon yeah. and do it. Everybody step back. No, Give actually, you know, Fel, Fel's just going to, you know, take a, take a step back and to the looks of everybody else, like, what the hell are you doing? I'm going to do that engineering check wirelessly. Okay. Watch me now. It's, it's in range. Yes, it is. All right. I saw a two on the die and got excited. Uh, but it is a 12 plus 20, so 32. No good. Uh, I will say with that 32, you you just like as you're trying to hack it, you're like, oh man, the security measures on this door are very high level, very are high they, tech. Do they seem possible for skill level? Nah. Okay. Nah. Thank I'm not going to make you roll good it out, know. you know? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, uh, that's I don't know what they did with these but uh it's it's beyond me so we're gonna have so to find a key card or another way in or some way to unlock them normally maybe we'll be lucky enough to find a higher clearance security card the further we go in ah yeah I, I think I saw a movie Vegas. like that once <laughs> I love backtracking that's my favorite shit <laughs> hey man I love it 
It's called a fetch quest. It's all right. Don't worry about it, Dorian. Maybe it's like Resident Evil, you know, you got to go find the key card and go exactly. back to a couple maps. Okay, how many ink ribbons yeah. do we have left? What? Come on, Resident ink Evil, ribbons. ink ribbons, it, it, saving oh, me. Oh, oh, like ink ribbons, increments. That's, yeah. that's what I thought. That's okay. what I heard. Ribbons. Yeah. Actually, yeah. no. So since we haven't been able to, like, save and we've just been going willy-nilly, we're playing this, like, what, challenge mode? Yeah, it's challenge run, run, no ink yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. Or no yeah. ink ribbons run? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fun. All right, cool. All right. Is there an obnoxiously long door opening sequence every time we, every time yes. we open one? <laughs> yes. There I is. mean, with this plan, absolutely. Yes. The answer yeah. to that question is yes. Uh, so then there's God. nothing else in this hall and or catwalk. We make our way to this fun T intersection that looks... You must gather your party before venturing forth. We do that. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. Uh, yeah, so it, this hallway kind of stops into a T intersection, uh, and right at, right at the base of it, you see these like triple doors, like glass doors, right in front of you. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if they're glass, but they're see-through, so some sort of glass. What's on the uh, other side? Uh, so it's you see what looks to be like a medical lab. And you see this, well, let me just show you what you see. Just standing totally still, not moving, just standing there. Gross. Oh, no. So describe that for our listeners, folks. Oh, no. Uh, you have a very decrepit looking humanoid. Rob Human. Zombie beard. Yeah, he looks, like, he looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. In a spacesuit. Yeah. In a spacesuit, he's emaciated and he has uh, tubes filled with blood coming like, in and out all over his body. And like he has IV a top lines. knot. Yeah. yeah, and he, yeah, he's got he's bald, but he's got a sick top knot. Mm-hmm. It's fucking rickety cricket. <laughs> 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 um. So. Yeah, and he's also got like those blood tubes all throughout him, and like he's it's, got ma- many open wounds. And he's just standing there, like Blair Witch style, not moving, just vacant. I, yes, I'm sorry, I can't tell. Are his eyes like white or they are white? Yes. Ooh. Uh, since undead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't but, move. I can't do that. Uh, no. Is he, no. is he a human or Verthani? Uh. So it's hard to tell. What I need everybody to do is roll. Let's get a straight wisdom check, just like straight up wisdom. Okay, just, just a. That's a very low. That's going to be a very low roll. Um, yeah. Seventeen. Okay. I rolled uh, tw- a nineteen. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay. So I got a twenty. Okay. Straight wisdom. I got an eighteen. What about Mike? Nineteen. Oh, yeah, Everybody great. rolled higher than me, and I have that's crazy. A much I higher wisdom. I rolled an eleven. Seventeen. Total? Slipping, man, you just ain't got the juice. No, no a seventeen total. I have a plus six okay. modifier. So, so it's good. All of you, as you're looking, like it was hard to tell at first, but the the more you like seeing and just like looking at this person, you recognize him. Um. If you remember, I wonder if you as players will remember this. <laughs> yes, it's Ricky Quick. <laughs> you remember finding 
an image of a Dr. Kindor in the other Eclipse Innovation site. Does anybody remember that? Finding a picture of Kaon with his arm Kaon around his arm. Ah, yes. 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 And that Dr. Kindor also had like a journal of the testing that was going on there, right? Mm, yeah. So, the, after, I mean, he looks very different now. You know, his eyes are rolled back in his head. Uh, he's bleeding. He looks, his, his skin is pale. And he's just standing there. But you recognize him that this is that person. Detect thoughts. Hey, nice. So can that go through walls? It can. Um, it can penetrate barriers, but three feet of dirt or wood, one foot of stone or one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead or any force field blocks it. Doesn't mention anything about glass. Is I'm, that glass I'm, one inch thick or more? Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. no. Okay. That, that can't get through there. Okay. So, um, yeah, can and you he drill just, a tiny hole and do it through that? <laughs> I'm sure that'll so be just, fine. Right. So he's just standing there. Siva waves her um, hand a little. Yeah, nothing. Okay. And like the way where he's standing is like if you're looking through the glass, he's like a little to the north, so you can only barely see him. You know, you kind of have to like crane your neck a little bit to see him. He's not standing directly in front of the door. He's just standing in front of like a desk. Just St- just standing there it's 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 very unnerving so at this t intersection like we haven't stepped into it just yet we're just like looking through this quote unquote mm-hmm. glass um ziva is technically not in the front but she would kind of nudge uh mike say Move up. Let's let's check out the rest of this hall. All right. Yeah. So, Mike, when you step up, as I said, you see the hall extend north and south, about thirty feet in each direction. Directly to your right is the doors into the medical lab, and then you see four doors: two on the north and two on the south, on the east side of the wall. And then there is also a door at the very end of this hall in the north, and it looks like it curves around at a right angle to the west. It's a hallway. <laughs> With doors! So, I'm sorry, I may have misheard you. These, this glass panel, these are doors? Yes, they are doors. Okay, I'm sorry, I thought it was just like a viewing window. Um, is there a key card thing? Mm-hmm. Bam, keycard. Yeah. North or south? Let's pick north. a direction. North. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have so many doors to open in this dungeon, folks. So, Get quick ready. check. That, uh, that, the uh, true horror was the doors. Yeah, all I mean, fuck. <laughs> so, right, so, the, let's just. So, the door directly to your left there, you would know that that also would go into Kayon Reese's office. Okay. Right what about the one further up? So further up, yeah, you can, you see a door and uh, on the door it says experimental station and it does have a key card, key card, so swipe it, swipe the white one and uh, door slides open. Okay. All right. So, so we're making, we're making progress. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to like, we're going to have to get really fast with like choosing doors and, 
Right. So. Just go right. for them, right? Yeah. So when you open this door, a 10-foot-tall steel cylindrical machine stands in the center of the room, connected by clear plastic wire casings to three mesh cages to the east, south, and west. Inside each cage, rabbits huddle in a layer of sawdust, their white coats marred by partially healed wounds caked with dried blood. Mechanical bladed arms are poised above each cage. Shut this shit down, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Immediately yeah. we go in yeah. to to give the. So bunnies. let's uh, let's get a physical science check. Does this seem like it met, matches uh, anything yeah. from their product list? Uh, the product yeah. archives. Yeah. Physical science. My is, phys sci is like absolutely atrocious. I can try to aid. No, don't okay. worry. You'll want to do a mysticism here in a second. Oh, okay. but let me get that cool. physical science first. All right. Okay, so that is a 27. 27. Uh, you recognize this machine as a large mass spectrometer, but it's unlike one that you've ever seen before. Um, and you can tell that there's something beyond regular science at work here. Like everything else in this hellhole. Mm-hmm. Can, can I- any of that be harvested out for like a piece of gear? That's not something that you're going to be able to determine. Okay. Uh, this is where you're going to come in with that mysticism check. Or- gotcha. All right, let's go. Can I aid? Sure. Uh, I aid. All right, Great. that's a 34. 34. DC is 30. Um, so you... You know, and I'm just assuming you're detecting magic. It's a cantrip, right? You know, yeah, so this I is mean, part, yeah. just part of that, you know. Um, so this, this is a, it radiates an aura of an, as an item of about eighth level, whatever that means in in-game terms. But it's a pretty, pretty decently powered thing. Um, and you can determine that this device analyzes and is powered by the suffering of the caged rabbits. When the device is activated, the bladed arms would descend to deliver shallow, painful cuts to the rabbits. You also feel like you could dispel the magic if you wanted. Yeah, but that's a spell slot, and it's a little right. three spell slot. Uh, you know, it's not a spell slot. Engineering. engineering. Right. <laughs> you know who's good at engineering? Fellas. Yeah. This guy. Go for it, so, bro. So, Can Mike assist? I'd like to add. Sure. Uh, basically, what you would be doing with this engineering would be trying to disable the mechanisms that control the razors themselves, as the centrifuge itself would be extremely difficult to take apart. You know, but you could you could try to stop the razors from actually descending into the rabbits. Those poor bunnies. Yeah, I, I, I want to try and do that. While he's doing that, this seems with dumb. But can can I check? Like, do a medicine check on the rabbits? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, who's aiding Fell? I auto-aid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd like to auto-aid if I can. Yep. Cool. All right, so it's a plus four on this. Mm-hmm. That's another 12 plus 20, so 32 plus four is 36. Yep. You're good. DC was 32, so you're able to, to disrupt the blade mechanisms from working. What'd you get on that medicine check? 18. 18. I mean, you know, they're rabbits, so it's not, it doesn't require a high check. 15 is enough for you to determine that they're alive, but they've been, like, cut several times. I mean, there's, like, cuts all over their bodies. 
you know and but certainly it looks as if it's not meant to kill these rabbits they're measuring the spectrometer measures the spectrum of pain through the rabbits but what's interesting or horrifying about it is that the machine is also powered by that pain Mm. that's fucked yeah yeah not about it yeah i mean we need to burn this whole fucking place to the ground yep God, if only we had a starship that we could shoot out with. I mean, yeah. it's underground for what great. it's worth. We, we need to burn this shooting. whole place underground. <laughs> <laughs> Next door. Next this, door. Okay, I'm north. sorry. This is this is very dumb. Ziva's gonna be the last one out. Okay. She Are you be. stealing four rabbits? No. Just let her do her thing. Maybe she is. I don't no. know. I hope not. She's just going to like. Take, take her knife and just right through the neck just take each one of them out because like we're underground we can't like save them even if they're not being tortured it's they're just going to starve to death now right so we so, can't kill the Verthani engineers but we need to kill the rabbits huh what are they're, they're, too late the rabbits, that shit's been done they're, they're done. rabbits throats been slit like we're out in the middle of the fucking Nowhere. That's how I feel about the people too. Shit. Mm. <laughs> but fair enough. Fair enough, Chief. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave these babies. We didn't see it. If we didn't see, yeah, it. didn't see it. Happen yeah, we didn't anyway. see it. Didn't happen. Warren sneaks back to the main room and slits all the thumbs. <laughs> 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 oh, you can play that game. Yeah. I can play that game too. <laughs> no. Every time we pass back through the room, there's one so more one, dead. One more dead. <laughs> don't ask I don't me. I don't happening. know shit about shit. Looks like the computers. <laughs> looks like the computers fought back. You know. I don't Fuck know. this place. All right. Am I right? North door. Let's go. North door. North door. Yeah. Door also key card, but also can be opened with the white key card. Um, so let me open that door for you here. All right. So when you open that door, um, an adjustable steel operating table lined with sterile linens stands in the southern half of the room. Next to it is a cylindrical medical, metal waste receptacle containing bloody gauze, chunks of flesh, and an amputated human arm. Across from the door to the east is a freestanding wheeled cabinet holding surgical implements and equipment. You see four Verthani surgeons dressed in scrubs surrounding the, op- the operating table on which lies a human patient. They clearly have just amputated this human's arm and are attempting to suture the arm of a sexton velstract, much like the arms that you saw from the velstract at the surface, onto the stump. Want to shoot them all in the head? On their task. Want to shoot them uh, all in the fucking head, bro? <laughs> Fuck that shot. shit, man. <laughs> Fuck right, so that you're shit. Step, you're gonna step in there? Yeah. Mm. All right. Anybody else going in? Um, Z will uh, yeah. come up right behind him. I don't even know mm-hmm. where your token is. Yeah, I feel I feel goaded by that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just asking what the situation is here. Is this uh, uh, Oren does this on his own type of thing or? I think Fel would see Oren doing that and kind of start walking up and uh, tap on like Mike's shoulder as he's passing him and you know give him the head nod like come on buddy like we got to do this thing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's, I feel like Mike's just going to every door, popping in, be like, "Y'all do your thing." Like I'm, I'm the guard. I'm making sure you're not getting you know snuck up on. Well, we uh, we need we need some things punched potentially. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, so basically, you guys just walk in straight, merc, yeah. merc these guys. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am cold blooded murdering all four of these sick fucks right there, with no, with no, no word out of his mouth. He sees what's happened. He levels his rifle, fires four shots. That's uh, okay. That's that's great. Like you do that. Okay. Um, but I need everybody in the room to roll a will save, please. Uh, okay. Okay, we'll didn't see. need me to do this. Just no. saying. I think Kuiper is the only one who said he wasn't going in the room, right? Did you say that? No, I did say it's being recorded. So yes, <laughs> I did say I was going in. Uh, Mike, what'd you get on that will save? Eleven. Okay, super. You fail. Uh, Josh, what did Fail get on the will save? Sixteen. Also fail. What about Captain? Eighteen. Also fail. What about Oren? 29 also did not fail and uh <laughs> and what about kuiper 21 21 okay so as you step into this room and it's it's basically whenever ziva steps around to the side there all of a sudden you guys become overwhelmed by spirits of those that have been operated on here they seem to rise from the table and just disperse out all through the room and you see all these horrific mutilated ghost spirits moving around the room and that, that they've clearly died on this operating table and as you see these images you, you become deeply connected to the pain that they suffer you start living the surgeries that they felt you feel your arms being cut off you feel the top of your forehead being pulled back as it's lifted up and exposing your brain you feel your toes being pushed inward to create more room for velstrak claws you guys are going to take a good bit of damage um Everybody needs to go ahead and roll a fortitude save while I roll this damage. Wait! Everybody? Except for you, Oren. Oren, you see everybody just writhing in pain. Oh, I failed too? You didn't yeah, you me. failed. Okay, what, what'd you right. get? 21. Oh, no, you didn't fail. So, oh. Kuiper and Oren. So, go ahead, the three of you, then roll the fortitude save as, yeah, Oren and Kuiper, you see them just like all of a sudden writhing in pain, screaming out. Although nothing is happening to them, they, they are just struggling yeah i mean after after popping those caps off i think Orin would probably wheel around like yeah. looking at what the hell's going on yeah likewise just kind of like pointing my gun at air pretty much trying to figure out what the hell's going on all right mike what did you get on the fortitude 26 okay what about you phil uh 25 and captain 13 all right, so, Captain, you're going to take the full amount of this 8d6. The other two are going to take half. It's 8d... Oh, I'm sorry. That's 8d12 damage, not six. That's, that's uh, literally potentially twice as much. Yes. I don't like it. Didn't need to be in this room. Dude, so, so man, I'm, I'm sorry. I guess I was reading the scenario wrong in that Oren was going in saying, hey, we're going to, like... Not that Oren was walking in to murder all four of them, but like us line up getting ready for combat against enemies unaware. So that's why I was like, hey, come on, Mike, let's let's go and do the thing. You live, you learn, <laughs> and then you die. You learn. 
Ziva's taking 52 points of damage. And the rest 54. of you are taking 20, uh, 54. God. And the rest of you are taking God, 26 points of damage. Fell, you tricked me, you son of a bitch. You're working with <laughs> Kayon Reese. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't oh mean to. Oh, my God. Tell me the was right. <laughs> she never trusted you. <laughs> Uh, ah, shit, you uh, figured me out. Don't say that. <laughs> as quickly as that happens, the the visions and those feelings disappear, um, and you guys kind of come to it. But you are you are still feel that pain, you know. What the fuck, dude? What was that? Twenty? What was it? Twenty six? Twenty seven? Damage? Twenty six. Okay. Ugh. Y'all, that. Could have killed you outright. I don't think. What if? What, what's max of? That's ninety-six damage. Does anybody have ninety-six or below on their even, total? Uh, even after being hurt like I was and not taking a short rest, it would not have killed Fell. No. Okay. Uh, I think we all between stamina and HP. I think we yeah. all have. Yeah. More so it is a death effect. So if if you had gone to zero, there's no healing Shit. back. It's like dead. Oh god. You basically you get frightened to death. What about the patient? Is it still alive? No, the patient, when when the trap sprung, the patient succumbed yeah, to it as well. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Okay, real quick, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna be with Josh here on this. Orin killed all of these people, right? Yes, yes. As, as all of this comes down, Ziva comes back from, you know, fucking getting 54 points of death damage. She just kind of whirls on him and says, What are you doing? <sighs> Get rid of this shit. These people are all this fucked. Shit. You don't you know. You're over the intercom. Ziva, don't worry. Sacrifices must be made in any great vision to be realized. Surely you're wise enough to understand that. <laughs> And the intercom goes silent. Does Fell recognize the voice of the race? Definitely. Mm. Is there is there a receiver or transmit transmitter anywhere on this fucking in this I mean room? he obviously heard what you were saying, so you could just I talk. mean, is there a oh okay. Right? Like he responded to yeah. the captain yeah. chastising. He's listening. Or, yeah. Kion Reese, where the fuck are you? You're not getting out of here alive. Silence. It was Fell's voice the whole time. <laughs> I can only remote hack once per check. <laughs> Shut up. Keon Reese, you piece of shit. Coming for you. Orin just shouts. He's just like looking up anywhere to find a camera or something. And yeah, roll a perception yeah. check. It's just Orin. I mean, he 81. just said he was looking for a camera. Right. So we'll give uh, a 32. 32. Yeah, you see that there are actually some very well-hidden uh, cameras in this room. And, you know, you you see now, like, how they're placed. So you've, they're all over. Mm. You know, you've, seen, you've seen these, like, little plates all throughout what you've explored thus far. There's a camera inside the dead guy's stump. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh. Bell just sighs, shakes his head, and goes to 
to walk about it back out into the hallway. Uh, would anybody care to check the bodies, please? Roll a yeah medicine check. Yeah. Yeah, I'll roll them. I'll aid you. Yeah, Phil's not so good at the medicine Same. stuff. That's I why I don't even know why I rolled. I mean, look, the DC is 15, you know. Well, you oh, got that automatically hit it. Yeah. Yeah. I automatically yeah. hit it, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you you actually, upon closer look at the human subject, realize that that patient has been dead for hours. Mm. Mm. What to take from that is that the people working here are beyond caring about life or death or even like reason perceiving it like it's all just flesh Mm -hmm. you know it's all just flesh for the mending it's all just they're they are completely enamored in what they're doing i will say that you can tell with that medicine check as well i mean it really should be a mysticism check but upon closer look you can tell that they they were corrupted Mm-hmm. That the doctors in here were corrupted. So Orn looks at the camera uh, that he, that, you know, wherever that's at on the wall, and is like, "Come on, Kaon, come face us and get this over with. You really want to drag this shit out, coward?" Silence. That's what I thought, you little bitch. While he's screaming at cameras, Ziva's going to be like rummaging around in the room. Is there anything? I doubt highly that this place has any form of real healing to it. Um, there's not any kind of. There's nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about that computer off to the left? Anything? No. Okay. All right. I'm I'm bored of this room now. I, I'm sick of this room. Yeah. I'm bored. Next room, please. Yeah. All right. Fuck so. this place, man. Yeah, for I told real, you it gets dude. fucking awful Fuck up this here. place. Uh, Kaon's sitting here watching us the whole time. Like the little bitch boy he is. He's steepling his fingers from some fucking monitor room. Yeah. I'm just getting straight up like Resident Evil type vibes the whole time. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, so where next? We're just going to keep moving east around this square yeah. hallway. And yeah. Every time we... Any open just, door. Just for, 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 for like... Posterity. Every time that we pass a hallway or a room in which Oren can detect a camera, he's gonna flip it off. <laughs> okay, the no, old classic. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so the door directly south of you, there, uh, Mike, is just another door into the med lab, and um, it it also has a what seems to be a higher tech key card slot you would imagine that it probably is under the same security systems as the big sliding doors there is a door right up to your north right in front of you uh, and this says security on it beep that's the key cord oh, okay beep. got it um, <laughs> yeah so so it opens and you see Two large screens along the western wall of this darkened room, glowing with sickly green light. Each screen is divided into dozens of individual squares, broadcasting live security recordings from around the complex. Some of the feeds show scientists bent over strange machines or bloody operation tables, while others display darkness. A black metal locker stands against the eastern wall, and also standing in here are three guards. Let me show you what these guys look like. Oh, fucking finally. 
And <laughs> as you see these shadow touch guards, they seem to be like emanating shadow off awesome. their black yeah. armor. We'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I suspected such, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're going to say to them. Fuck, uh, K on Bruce. I feel bad for the guy. I think he's been being with him.